0: Alicia Bernice Markovich was a 15-year-old from Windber, Pennsylvania. She was a spunky girl who had just joined her high school's track team. On April 26th, 1987, while at her father's house in Blairsville, Alicia and her father got into an argument. Alicia stormed off into the neighborhood. She was never seen again. I'm Ed Densel. And this is Unfound. It's that day of the week that has such variety to it, much more than the other six. For some of you, it's exclusively a day of worship. You put on your best clothes, or not, and take part in a religious service. For us in the United States, from the month of September to February, it's a day dominated by the NFL, with people vegging out from 1 p.m. Eastern until the final game ends at 11.30. For others, it's a day to manage the house and home. Wash clothes, cut the grass, paint a room, so the work doesn't pile up. And many people use it to do nothing, just enjoying the fact of being alive. For me, it's my main disc golf day. I also finish the Patreon blog, and then I conduct the Unfound Think Tank. The only meeting of its kind. Well, for Alicia Markovich, it was the seventh day of the week like many others. She was with her father, but they had an argument, and she allegedly walked off, then didn't return. And we're reminded that these disappearances can happen. Any given Sunday. And now a summary of the case. This is brought to you by my friend Megan Lynez's website, charlieproject.org. Alicia Markovich was raised as an only child by her mother in Windboro, Pennsylvania. Alicia's parents had gotten divorced in the 1970s and had a very common kind of custody arrangement where Alicia would see her father every other weekend. Alicia was outgoing and very popular. She got along with her mother's boyfriend, and Alicia had just joined the track team not long before she went missing. The only big concern in her life in April 1987 was not actually a concern of hers at all. Her mother was asking for more child support from Alicia's father. So on Sunday, April 26th, 1987, Alicia's father picked her up at her mother's for a day of being together. This was a unique situation due to Alicia going to a wedding the day before. Otherwise, she would have been with her father the entire weekend. Alicia's father has stated they went back to his house in Blairsville and watched TV. At some point, though, They got into an argument over Alicia's grades, her social life, and other topics. Because of this, the father says Alicia walked out the front door. He expected her to return in a short time. She did not. Alicia was never seen again. Canvassing of Blairsville by the Pennsylvania State Police later determined... No one remembered seeing Alicia on the streets that day. This is the second week in a row in which Unfound covers the disappearance of a teenager. Something we rarely do. Unlike Leanne Hosberg's last week, where there were a lot of conflicting facts and shady friends to discuss, Alicia's case is a lot more straightforward. However, because I don't want you, the audience, to ever take anything for granted, please think about these three questions as you listen to the interview. Number one, could a disappearance really be caused by a dispute over $100? Number two, did Alicia's boyfriend move on to a new girl a little too quickly after Alicia disappeared? And number three, Does the torching of Alicia's father's car a year later have anything to do with her case? 34 years later, people who knew Alicia continue to be suspicious of her father, despite there being no facts that he lied about that day. The guest for this episode is one of Alicia's best friends, Lori Heiner. Unfound news. I'm recording this before my speaking engagement at Nova Southeastern University on November 4th, 2021. But I'm predicting it went very, very well. Of course, if it didn't, then this section of this episode will live in infamy. Next The November 2021 Unfound Newsletter came out this past Monday. It was a long one, about 4,000 words. I wrote about a few new true crime topics, and I even got up on my soapbox for a bit. I hope you enjoyed it. Finally, I hope everyone had a spectacular Halloween. For the sixth year in a row, I dressed up, as a true crime podcaster. Where you can find Unfound. Unfound supports accounts on Pandora, Audible, Podomatic, iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Deezer, and YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, please join us for the Unfound live show. All of you can talk with me and I can answer your questions. Contribute to Unfound at patreon.com forward slash unfoundpodcast. You can also contribute to PayPal. paypal.me forward slash Podcast. I also need to give a huge shout out to all the people who have monetarily contributed using Super Chat during the live show on Wednesday nights. Thank you for watching and thank you for donating. The email address, unfoundpodcast at gmail.com. Merchandise, the books at amazon.com in both ebook and print form. Do not forget the reviews. Shorts at unfound podcast.myshopify.com. Or you can track down my assistant Heather in the Facebook group. Playing cards at makeplayingcards.com forward slash sell forward slash unfound the website, theunfoundpodcast.com. And please mention Unfound at all true crime websites and forums. Thank you. I'm so happy to have on this episode of Unfound the best friend of Alicia Markovich, Lori Heiner. Lori, welcome to Unfound.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: You're very welcome. And uh, I have to say, um, it's uh, interesting for me to be talking about a disappearance from Blairsville, Pennsylvania, being that I know that area uh, so well. And I have to admit that I don't even remember this uh, disappearance, Alicia's disappearance, happening in 1987, even though I lived like 45 minutes away. So it's a pleasure to have you on the program and get Alicia's disappearance uh, covered, a disappearance from Western Pennsylvania let's uh, talk about you Lori. of course uh, like i said you are uh one of elise's best friends at the time uh talk a little bit about yourself how did you get involved in this and how long how long ago did you start kind of trying to figure out what happened to your best friend
1: oh well, we've known each other since kindergarten we went to school together since kindergarten um i, I just i started um just kind of over the years thinking thinking about her and, and, and never really heard anything about her disappearance. And so I started the um, Alicia FB Remembrance page about 11 years ago. And then um, on the 21st of August, a neighbor of her mother, Marcy's, Pat, she created the Justice for Alicia um, group on Facebook. And with her time constraints, she asked me and another friend to kind of take over.
0: And so mm-hmm. that's how
1: we ended up where we're at today.
0: And how long ago was that?
1: Uh, that was just back on August 21st of this year.
0: Wow. So just a little over two months ago. Yes. All right, because yep. we are doing this interview, everybody should know, on October 26th, 2021. Um, Let me ask you this. Just over the years before you, of course, got uh, really involved, um, of course, this is uh, 34 years ago now. Uh, how often did you think about alicia and her disappearance over the years
1: constantly at, at least a couple times a week you know it would mm-hmm. pop up in my head oh i wonder if anything new coming up you know so mm-hmm. i would when the internet came about i would google her name and see if there was ever any new information that ever came up and mm-hmm. rare, very rarely did there ever have any new information
0: right um if you can say, uh, and we have to, uh, maybe the listeners need to understand, she disappeared from Blairsville, but she was actually going to Winbur High School, right?
1: Yes. That, was, and, that's,
0: a, and that's where you're from?
1: Yes, I'm from Windburr.
0: Okay, so, uh, and we'll get into why that is, but um, did you, have you ever gone to, over the years, any class reunions, any get-togethers with your friends from Windbur and talk about uh, Alicia and her disappearance?
1: Uh, We did have a few class reunions that I did go to, and she did come up here and there just, you know, just curious if anything ever came out of her disappearance, if anything ever new came up.
0: But Mm -hmm.
1: those were the only things we ever really discussed about it.
0: Okay, and I, I don't want you to, to issue any theories or anything like that, but uh, in these conversations, would other people have ideas about what happened? Um, were they like you, kind of um, thinking about her, keeping tabs on it, or was it one of those things where you brought it up and they were like, oh yeah, I forgot all about that? What would you say?
1: Mm, probably more along those lines. It, 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 I would bring it up or one of her other friends would bring it bring her name up and we would just kind of discuss our theories
0: from there okay well let's uh now go uh, let's go back to the 1980s uh it's interesting to me because i think we're around the same age uh regarding you know that time growing up in the 1980s 80s children um what do you remember about alicia you two uh, being uh, very good friends, best friends. What were you both into? What was she into? Her personality, all of that.
1: Oh, she she was a spunky girl. She yeah, you know, she she was definitely spunky. Um, she, we we loved listening to music. Uh, we would go to her house after school and do our homework and listen to music and. I remember we would wrestle every so often. She would always kick my butt, of course. But, huh. You know, she she was scrappy. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was just a, back when WWF was a, a big yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but she she was a smart girl. She, you know, she was one of those ones. She didn't have to study. She got good grades. It didn't matter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but, yeah. and we would we would hang out on Grand Avenue. That was where us teens hung out at back then, mm-hmm. along Grand Avenue. And going to the high school football games, basketball games, and stuff. That's, mm-hmm. and then she was on the track team, and uh, she she had she always had friends. She she I don't know anybody that she ever had any problems with, you know. And mm-hmm. she had uh, her friends Jindy, Veronica, Krista, Shannon, Chrissy. You know, we all kind of hung out with each other yeah. back in those days.
0: Mm-hmm. i got to ask, uh, when you say she was into music and listening to music, what were you two listening to back then?
1: Uh, my favorite was the hair bands. You know, the wow. Bon Jovi's
0: and all that. Wow. Okay. Mine, too. What about hers? Same thing?
1: Yeah, she's same thing. And, and mm-hmm. we had that sometimes we listened listen to that 80s weird rap, though, back then. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um... In school, did you uh, have a lot of the same classes or, or not? I mean, how much were you two around each other?
1: We had gym class mostly together. But she, she had, like I said, she was a smart girl. So I mostly had general classes. Uh-huh. But but we hung out during our homerooms, home uh, study hall mm-hmm. home and all that stuff, lunchtime.
0: Okay. All right. And... Uh, she was uh, raised as an only child, correct? Yes. All right, and we'll get into this in a moment. But uh, her parents uh, were divorced, so it was just her and her mother living together in Windber.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes, it's her and her mother, and her mother's boyfriend,
0: okay. long time
1: boyfriend, also lived with them.
0: Okay. Did you two live close to each other, or you know, walk? Oh, yes.
1: Live yeah, close to each walked, other. I yep. Yeah, I just had to walk pretty much down the road, and I was home.
0: Okay. And listeners should understand. And I will be doing a map, uh, for this disappearance for all the listeners, so you know, uh, that will be on the Unfound Podcast channel. But uh, Windber, uh, of course, I would say that it's a little bit out there, <laughs> uh, you know, in the in the sticks of Pennsylvania. But uh, a lot to do in Windber, or or not?
1: No, there wasn't a whole lot to do. But do mm-hmm. uh, we had a? I think the bowling alley was just closing down that we did have in town. Uh-huh. But yeah, there there wasn't a whole lot to do in our little hometown.
0: Right, right, I know the feeling. Okay, so those are some things regarding Alicia. Would you say that she was? Uh, you said she was spunky and everything. Would but would you yes. say that uh, she was well behaved? Did she get in trouble in school? Well,
1: I don't think she got in trouble any more different than the rest of us did.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: it, it she wasn't a wild child per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we were all. The same way.
0: What mm-hmm.
1: I'm trying to explain here, you know, we 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 didn't really get in a whole lot of trouble.
0: Okay. Would you say that she was popular?
1: Yes and no. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Kind of in between. She got
0: along with everybody. <clears throat> okay. All right. And oh, would you say that you two were kind of uh, similar personalities, or her more outgoing, you more outgoing?
1: She was definitely more outgoing than I was.
0: All right. So it gives us a little uh, taste of Alicia. And at the time of her disappearance, what grade were you two in?
1: We were just finishing up eighth grade, I believe it was.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So let's move on to this. Let's just talk about uh, some what I would call issues. Now, we've already stated uh, that her parents were divorced. You stated that her mother... Yes was living with her longtime time boyfriend. It so was, it was the three of them. Um, maybe I should ask you this. How did Alicia and her mother's boyfriend get along?
1: I remember them getting along really well. I don't remember them really much mm. having issues.
0: Okay, Because we know that sometimes me, like, can be for a... For
1: me, anyways. Yes,
0: yeah, she never said anything to you about having problems with him.
1: No, not with him, no.
0: Okay. So, but her parents were divorced, and her mother's living in Windburg, and um, did you know Alicia at the time that her parents got divorced, uh, or not? Did she ever talk about her parents being divorced? What did she say about it?
1: No, I didn't know. We were well, we were in grade school together, but we didn't hang out we didn't, as teenagers. Mm-hmm. So I, I wasn't. I don't know when her parents ended up getting divorced.
0: All right. So it, it for all you know, it was years and years ago. They could have gotten divorced in the nineteen seventies. For all you know. Oh, I know, yes. Okay, so as long as you known her, it was her parents were divorced. Yes. Okay, and so once again, she's an only child uh, between the two of them. The way you think back at it now, what was the, the visitation schedule, the way you remember it? Um, I'm guessing, it sounds to me like her mother had full custody, or mostly custody, but um, how often would... She'd go to see her father, who, ha- who happened to live in Blairsville.
1: I know. It seemed like she went at least every other weekend. And I know she spent summers there. All
0: mm-hmm. All right. So, summers. So, from June to August, uh, you know, pretty like the whole summer, pretty straight, straight through the I don't summer. Think, I don't think she
1: spent the whole summers there, but mm-hmm. I think she spent a little more time, longer period of time there okay. than she
0: did during the school year. Okay. Um, the way, once again, we're going back 34 years. Would her uh, father come and pick her up, or would her mother they meet halfway? Do you even know about any of that?
1: No, that I don't know. If, if, if I, I have a feeling John picked her up probably more often than, than okay. Marcy taking her out there. All
0: right. And how far is it from Windburgh to Blairsville?
1: It's 45 minutes.
0: Okay. And, okay, and once again, I'll be doing a map uh, for all the people who are interested in seeing more in-depth analysis of all of this. Okay, so uh, they're divorced for who knows how long. Uh, It sounds to me, I don't know much about divorce or anything, but it sounds to me like a pretty standard arrangement where a mother has mostly custody and then the child or children gets to see their father every other weekend or holidays and a lot during the summer that seems like a pretty uh standard setup at least back in the 1970s and 80s maybe it's changed since okay yeah, um no. please
1: that's no, gonna say the same way with my my dad i, I went every other weekend with my okay. dad so right. i was a teenager
0: all right so your parents were divorced too yes they were okay so you know a little bit about that okay Um, let's talk a little bit about, uh, a little bit about her father. Um, we should first establish though, you never met him.
1: No, I didn't. I've never met
0: him. Is, uh, is there a reason, do you think?
1: I don't, I just don't think I was ever really over to her house when he came, when he came around. Mm -hmm. So I I just don't remember him Mm
0: -hmm. at all.
1: If I didn't meet him, I don't remember that I did.
0: Okay, and it was, and she never said something like, Well, you know, I'm going to my dad's this weekend. Um, uh, I I got permission, you know, for you to come with me. Why don't you come uh, hang out for the weekend? Or, like you said, during the summers, you know, she never invited you to Blairsville to hang out for a few days, being that she was going to be there, you know, maybe for a week. And nothing like that.
1: No, it, 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 I like I said I ended up going to my dad's every other weekend too, so mm. it could have could have been just okay something that just never was able to happen.
0: Okay, conflict of schedules. Yeah, uh, even at fifteen years old. Okay, and so once again though, not even during the summer. No. Okay. Um, the conversations you remember with Alicia regarding her father. What do you remember about them? What? 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 what Kind of feeling did you get about this relationship between her and her father?
1: From conversations I remember with her, I, I do feel that she she didn't like him to be angry. I do know that she, mm-hmm. you know, typical. You know, we were afraid of our parents back then, so we didn't really want want them to be angry with us. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: I didn't get the feeling that they were super close or anything. But she just had to do it to abide by the visitation orders. Mm-hmm.
0: How, and I'm not here to get into your personal life at all, Lori. but maybe if we could draw an example, would you say there was a difference between the relationship between her and her father and you and your father, even though you were in the same kind of situations?
1: Uh, with my dad, it wasn't an issue if I didn't want to come over for the weekend. Because there was weekends I just wanted to be with my friends. And mm-hmm. I just got, this, got the feeling with her that
0: that wasn't an option. All right, so her father was uh, insisted that if that's his time, she has to go see him. Yes. Okay, well, that's not all bad. Um, Okay, so uh, you wouldn't say, though, that they were very close. Do you think this was just like a 15-year-old teenager thing? Or, once again, of course, we're all adults now, and how do you look back at it now?
1: I think it was probably a little bit of both, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't
1: think it was just one side... More than the other, I think it was just a little bit of both. And
0: okay. She just had to kind of abide by the rules, and mm-hmm. not that she really wanted to. But okay, uh, any times when, of course, she's gone for the weekend, you see her Monday morning at school. That um, you know, maybe she had to vent or something about that went on the past weekend. You know, this once again, this relationship chip between her and her father.
1: Yeah, no, she never really went into any details about anything that went
0: on okay when she was in blairsville uh the way you understand it of course she had friends in winburg because that's where she went to high school did she have any friends in blairsville did she yes make she any? did have friends in blairsville oh, she too, did. Yes. okay um do you think they ever came over to her house what, what would she say about them
1: i don't think they really ever came over to her house i know she went to their houses a lot Okay. When she was at when she was in Blairsville,
0: okay. Well, that would, maybe over a weekend it'd be tough, but if she was there for a whole summer, you know, walking around Blairsville once again, a town I know fairly well. I played played some baseball games in that town a few times back in the eight nineteen eighties. Um, so maybe that's how they all met. You know, just hanging out in the streets of Blairsville. Uh, did her father have any other children um, besides Alicia that you knew about at the time?
1: At that time, I did
0: not know. Okay. Any, um, did you ever get the idea? This is just a standard question that all the listeners know I, I have to ask, especially when uh, a 15 year old goes missing, uh, you know, at, at a parent's house or something. Any idea that there was any abuse that was going on between her father and her? I'm
1: not completely sure on that one.
0: Okay, because you weren't there?
1: Because I wasn't there yet. All right, and
0: did she ever say anything about that?
1: No, just some things that I've seen.
0: Okay, all right. Do you think that uh, when she was going over there, that she, like you said, your father, he was like, well, if you want to come over, that's fine. If you want to go with your friends, that's fine. Uh, do you think there were times where Alicia did not want to go see her father?
1: Oh, absolutely, yes.
0: Okay. All right, we'll come back to this later. Now, uh, did Alicia have a boyfriend? Yes, she did. All right, we're not going to mention his name, but uh, can you give the listeners kind of a a general idea of him? Did you know him? Was this a Blairs Boy boyfriend or a Windberg boyfriend? What can you say about him? He
1: was a Windberg boyfriend. I only met him a few times. I really didn't hang out with them much when they dated because I think, I'm pretty sure it was just a short time before she disappeared that they started dating. Hmm. And But when I was around, it, it seemed like a normal teen relationship. Nothing, hmm. nothing abnormal about it.
0: Okay. Was he in your grade or was he older?
1: He was, he was two years older.
0: Two years older. So he would have been 17, maybe? Uh... Yeah. 17, he... 18, maybe. <laughs> okay. So he would have been in what grade? Do you think? So you, so you, were, you were in what grade when she eighth grade?
1: We were just finishing eighth grade, right, getting so, ready to go into ninth. Alright,
0: so, so maybe he would have be would.
1: been eleventh
0: going at the Okay. And uh, were they a good match? I re, I realize teenage, you know, teenagers can be dating to one person <laughs> every week, every week, every week, every week. I don't even need so to have kids. Like they, they got they, along. They got along. Okay. It seemed like they got along, Was, yes. was he a, a pretty good guy? Any shadiness to him in any way?
1: Not that I noticed at that time.
0: Okay. All right. And uh, so we'll uh, come back to him uh, in a bit. Um, that weekend, uh, to this day, 34 years later, do you specifically remember it? What were you doing that weekend?
1: Um, I don't specifically remember what I was doing that weekend, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I know I moved in with my husband when I was, I think it was that summer, so I wow. was most likely with him. Yeah, I've been with my husband for quite a long time. Um. You
0: moved in with him when you were 15? 16. 16.
1: I don't, yeah, I was wow. six I was a year older than Alicia.
0: Wow. Okay. I
1: mean, yeah, you're. Here we are still together. Good for you. Years later. <laughs> very
0: happy, very happy for you, Lori. very happy for you. That's very nice. Okay. Um, but what do you know so? You don't specifically remember what you were, you know of course I'm gonna we're gonna get to when you found out she was missing. But what do you understand about Alicia's weekend?
1: Um, I know she she um, had a wedding that she went to with her mom on that Saturday. It, a, a mom, a cousin of her mom's was getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on um, the Sunday that she disappeared, she was supposed to go to a track fundraiser for her track team, mm-hmm. and uh, and I and I was told by our friend Krista that she begged her to go with her that Sunday when she went to her father's, and that was that was mm-hmm. what I
0: remember about that weekend. Okay, so uh, do you know where this wedding was? Was it in Winburn?
1: Yeah, it was in Wimber.
0: Okay, and was this a weekend in which she should have spent the whole weekend with her father?
1: I believe so. That's why he was adamant that she spent Sunday with him.
0: Okay, so under normal circumstances without the wedding, she would have gone over there, what, Friday evening or Saturday morning? Yeah, Friday evening, yes. Friday evening, but couldn't because of this wedding. But then then on Sunday, there was some sort of track fundraiser, but she couldn't go to it because she was in Blairsville. Yes. All right, so she had to miss that because she she was at her father's. So what is your understanding um, regarding how she got to her father's that next day, that Sunday, once again, Sunday, April 26, 1987?
1: Her father picked her up about 9.45.
0: In the morning. Yeah. All right, so he drives from Blairsville to Windbur and picks her up. Yeah, and that's
1: and it, a 45-minute drive each way.
0: Okay. And what is your understanding about uh, when she was going to be coming back?
1: My understanding was that evening, by n- about around 9 o'clock, she was supposed to be home.
0: Okay. Now, according to her father, what did, does he say happened after he picked her up? What did they do for the rest of the day?
1: Um, nobody knows
0: what they did. Um, well, I'm, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not asking what nobody knows. I'm asking what does he say they did?
1: Uh, he, he says they went to his house in Blairsville
0: okay and just hung out for the day
1: and just hung out for the day at his house in Blairsville yes. alright
0: that is that's his story once again I'm asking you what he says I'm not asking you what other people think happened because they weren't there uh, because gotcha. I know that he was questioned about this and uh, you know what did he what did he actually say when he was questioned about uh, what they did after he she picked he picked her up. And so he says that they just went back to Blairsville.
1: Yes, he just said they went to back back to Blairsville and that they, they mm-hmm. had an argument. That's the only thing that's, that has ever okay. been said about what they actually did that day.
0: All right, does he mention that they stopped to get breakfast or they stopped for lunch or no. they went to some park or they went to the movies or anything like that? What they watched on TV, any of that?
1: Nope, just that they went back to his house in Blairsville that was. They had an argument.
0: That oh, was it. Okay. And so he says they had an argument around what time?
1: Um, he doesn't really give a time that they have the arguments. He doesn't say whether they had it in the car on the way there, whether they had it when it got to his house. He doesn't explain when the argument started.
0: Okay. What does he say the argument was about?
1: Um, he, he gave three different stories about what the argument was about, or... or he says one of the reasons, one of the arguments, was uh, about her grades. But like mm-hmm. I said, she was she was a smart girl. She was Navy student. She didn't need to study. Mm-hmm. And then her choice of friends, and then uh, about the hundred dollar increase in child support.
0: All right, we're, gonna, we're certainly going to to get to that. Uh, do we know this information? Because this is what he told the police.
1: These are things that were told in the newspaper articles and stuff that I've read Uh, over the years
0: also. Okay. All right, so this is on-the-record stuff. This is not stuff that we're rumorizing here. This is stuff that uh, was reported back at the time in 1987? Over the years, yes. Over the years. Okay. Yes. So he says they have this argument uh, about a variety of topics, and that's certainly possible. That sounds like an argument that maybe teenagers and parents might have. Maybe. Yes. Even if yeah. maybe it's not factual uh, yes. regarding something like her grades. And what does he claim happened after this argument?
1: Um, he claims that she um, didn't want to hear what he had to say and stormed out of the house. Mm-hmm. He, and okay. he, he doesn't know where she went to other than he thought she was going downtown Bearsville or she might have been going to her friends at Nodge Trailer Park.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, I guess, you know, she walks off, maybe he's thinking she's going to come back soon, but of course she doesn't, and what does he eventually do?
1: Uh, He says that when she was walking off that he told her to be back by 8 p.m., and then, Mm
0: -hmm. uh,
1: I guess, when she didn't come back, he uh, went looking for her.
0: Okay. Um. All right and of course did not find her, uh, did he eventually call Alicia's mother? Uh,
1: He called her mother about 1 o'clock in the morning and said that she was
0: gone. Okay, and you've spoken to Alicia's mother about this conversation, right? Yes, yes I have. What was the, if you can say, what was the totality of the conversation? How long was it? Uh, How descriptive was it?
1: He The first thing he said was, she's gone. And Marcy was like, what do you mean she's gone? Where's she at? And -hmm. he said that he went looking for her and and couldn't find her anywhere.
0: Okay, so 1 a.m. So So we're now moving into the next day, which would be Monday morning, April 27th. Yes. Okay. Uh, What... Uh, did her mother immediately call the police? Did her father call the police? What what went on? Do you know at that time?
1: Uh, Marcy was the first one to file the missing persons report. She went to Blairsville PD and filed it with them.
0: Mm-hmm. Right and, uh, a- right away or like yes, two in the that, morning? That Monday, or?
1: That someday that Monday, she went out to Blairsville and, okay. and went to the Blairsville PD and filed the missing persons report.
0: Okay. Now we'll get into... Um, what the police did or didn't do but your recollection um when did you first hear uh, that alicia was missing
1: that day in school
0: monday that may monday april 27th
1: yep, monday in school yeah uh, all right yes. so you
0: show up for school and alicia's not there yes all right and do you remember how you found out
1: i just assumed she was taking the day off at first maybe she was homesick or something and then throughout the day you just you know you kids just talking you know at least she ran away and you know and i'm just thinking she was probably just with her boyfriend or her friend krista you know but mm-hmm. then i saw them a bit later and she wasn't with them and that's kind of when i had a feeling that there, there was something up right.
0: something's this, wrong this is years before social media right Lori, if this would have been social media, of course, you would have known right away. Uh, The news travels faster in 2021. So you get to school, you don't see her, you don't know what's going on. Um, Do you even have any idea how uh, it does? It sounds to me the way you are explaining it is you were not the first person to discover that, uh, you know, that she was missing. So I'm wondering how all this other stuff that she was missing came to be.
1: Uh, from, my, from what I understand, and what I remember that uh, the cops came in and interviewed uh, some of the students, some of the oh. students, and okay. asked if we—we uh, we believe it was the cops. We honestly don't remember if it was just a parent
0: or, mm-hmm.
1: you know, it's, it's been so long. We don't remember if we saw a uniform or didn't see a uniform,
0: okay. but
1: uh, they started asking us if we knew where she was at.
0: Okay. When you found out that there was this—did uh, you—were you asked? Were you one of the people they approached?
1: No, I wasn't, actually.
0: Why do you think that was?
1: I honestly do not know. Okay. I do not know. All right. You know, I, I was one of her best friends. I always always wondered why I wasn't, you know, okay. took the side to talk to.
0: Okay, but uh, the way you look back at it now, um, who did they talk to, at least to your knowledge?
1: Um, I know there was two girls that they did interview that. Alicia, we were school friends with, but not mm-hmm. really friends with outside of school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then a, and a couple other friends that were really good friends with all of us, the whole group,
0: that mm. were, were
1: talked to. But it, yeah. it was just, they thought she was a runaway,
0: so. Okay. So that was, uh, she, they thought she was a runaway, so that was what you might say was the tone of their questioning? Absolutely. Yeah, Felicia, for example, this is just an example. Uh, we believe Alicia ran away. Do you know where she might have gone?
1: And my answer would have been probably with her boyfriend or she's with Mm -hmm. Krista. Okay. Or she could be with um, Jindy, Veronica, and any one of us.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And so I, I guess what you're making it sound, Lori, is like they were talking to the people that they thought Alicia might have most likely gone to. Yeah. You know, to make sure, you know, are we looking for this girl, but she's really at one of her friend's houses. Yeah. Just not wanting to come to school or something. Yes. Okay. That sounds reasonable. Okay. Yeah. When you found out, though, that she was missing, and of course you were not one of the people questioned, what did you, th- what did you think? I'm not asking for your opinion in 2021. I'm asking your opinion as you were a 15, 16-year-old in 1987.
1: I just felt it, it, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just didn't matter.
0: You yeah, had no per- personal theory as to, did you believe that she could have run off? No. Okay.
1: It, especially once I spoke with our, our other girlfriends and stuff. She wasn't with any of them.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. I, I knew she wasn't run away by then.
0: Okay. Um, as the days went on, of course, from Monday to Tuesday to Wednesday... Uh, Was there a lot of uh, hubbub and grapevine type of discussion, rumorizing, conjecturing among uh, teenagers at Winburr High School in 1987 regarding Alicia's disappearance?
1: Not a whole lot of it, no. No, Hmm. we just kind of, that summer came and, you know, a lot of us Mm -hmm. didn't really see each other outside of school some of the the summer. It just kind of... Sadly,
0: it just kind of moved on from there huh no no um once again, no conjecturing, no wild stories, nothing like that
1: no
0: No. any um any of course, it sounds like uh Alicia had a lot of friends uh any reason for that you think I'll just give you uh give you a chance to maybe answer a simple question. do you think it was just because she disappeared from Blairsville, not Windebur?
1: possibly so they didn't focus on
0: Wimber. No, no, no. They focused
1: more out there. Okay. And I believe also they went by because the father said that she ran away. And so right. I think they just kind of ran
0: with that. Right. And of course it would make sense maybe that she would run back to Wimber, uh, go back to Wimber. And that's why she was questioned. You know, a lot of her friends were questioned. People yes. around her. Uh, of course, her, her boyfriend at the time. But uh, I have to admit, and in fact, as the listeners know, I speak to guests a couple times before I do official interviews, and when you have told me this before, I, I you know, being in high school in 1987, uh, I can remember that vividly. I, I have to admit, I'm a little surprised, you know, that there there wasn't more. Um, you know, high school is like a soap opera. Yeah,
1: you it know, is. And, you
0: know, know, so it, you know, that for a a uh, quote-unquote character in that soap opera to go missing usually generates a lot of talk, and you're saying that it yeah. didn't, and that it didn't. No. No. Okay. Okay.
1: I think if summer wouldn't have hit, it probably would have been a little bit more different. It would probably mm-hmm. been talked about a little longer. Mm-hmm. But summer hit, and so, you know, we, all of us classmates didn't really see each other that much over the summer times. We all had our own things going on. Yeah. So it just... And, and we didn't know back then that we
0: can open our mouths. You know, hey, mm. what's going on?
1: You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back then, we didn't ask too many questions.
0: Okay. Let's move on to this. The police, uh, they came to your high school, talked to a lot of people there, students, teenagers there. Um, you said her mother filed the report fairly quickly. Yeah. And, um, of course, we know what the father said, that they had this argument, and she stormed off um were there any searches done did was her father ever given a polygraph did they go speak to the neighbors in blairsville around where her father lived what can you say about all of that
1: her father's the opinion that her father gave was that she was run away and know, uh, mm-hmm. and so the police treat treated it as that for for almost three years over three years okay um you know, he... and in some of those interviews, John states that he never thought he would see her again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he said that she'd to go to her friend's house. She'd have to go downtown Blairsville. She mm-hmm. stormed out. Uh, he suggested she took off for truckers even okay. at one point. Um, he said that she was kidnapped into human trafficking and made the, bu- made the best of the, si- the situation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you no, know, and he sa- he states that nobody saw her arrive or leave his house.
0: And, right.
1: And, and this is these are words that came out of his mouth.
0: How do you know that?
1: From newspaper interviews.
0: Okay, so this is what he's saying publicly. This is not information. Yes. For example, it's not just uh, people talking. Uh, this is no. uh, from reports done at the time.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, did he and ever do, dad, a, to your knowledge? Did he ever do a polygraph test?
1: No, he has not.
0: Do you know knowledge. if they gave him... Do you know if they ever gave him a chance to do one and and he refused? Do you even know that?
1: Yes, yes. He has refused.
0: He has refused. Okay. Yes. Uh, any searches done in Blairsville, Pennsylvania for her?
1: Um, I know at the very beginning when she disappeared, they did a search of his house and property looking for signs of foul play. And so I'm
0: assuming Mm -hmm. they didn't
1: find anything. That's why they never carried on with the case. They just chalked it up as a runaway.
0: Okay. Uh, Your understanding, I realize you weren't there. Uh, Is your understanding that he allowed them to go onto his property? Did they need to get a a warrant or anything? Or was he like, you want to search your property? Go ahead. What what do you remember? That was my
1: understanding, was that he just allowed them to search the property. Okay. Yeah. All right. And Marcy, she had a <clears throat> conference, news conference in twenty eleven, um, to bring awareness to Alicia's right. case too.
0: All right, and we'll that, get, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll surely okay. get, to, we'll surely get to that. Um, right. I just want to concentrate back at, back at that time in nineteen eighty seven. So to sum this okay. up, she goes there. Uh, she was supposed to probably go there on the Friday evening, but this wedding gets in the way. Um, she, he comes and picks her up. at... a.m. that Sunday. He says they just went back to his place doing whatever. They got into an argument. She storms off, doesn't come back. He thinks that she's going here or she's going there, but uh, he had to think, believe that she would be coming back. Of course, she does not. And then at 1 in the morning, he calls um, Alicia's mother and tells her what's going on. Do you have any information regarding, did he ever drive to any of these friends' house in Blairsville to check and see if she was there or call any of these people? Do you know anything about that?
1: Yes. Um, yeah, he did not, actually, because I spoke to one of her really good friends from Blairsville from, from back in 87, and he said that he, he, mm-hmm. his door was never knocked on. He never got a phone call or anything looking for Alicia that day.
0: Okay. All right, and let's,
1: the other friend, she's, Angie, she's, she's passed away now, so I wasn't oh, able God. to talk to
0: her about it. Okay. How about the neighbors of uh, John there in Blairsville? I mean, once again, I'll be doing a, a map for this uh, disappearance, but uh, living in town, people like living right side by side. How would you explain where John lived? <laughs>
1: um, where he lived at it was it's pretty remote up where he lived at he had neighbor on each side of him and then the 22 freeway or highway was just right in front of his house right there not even 20 wow. feet from his doorstep practically wow. and so it's no but if she was on that highway i mean i would assume somebody would start walking because Dodge right. trailer park is two mile, miles down the highway and then downtown Blairsville is a mile and a half across the highway going down, mm-hmm. um, I think it's Walnut Street or something like that. And uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would assume somebody would have seen her.
0: All right, so the neighbors didn't see her, no motorists on the road that day. Of course, we're talking late April. Of course, it would depend on what time she left the house.
1: He does the newspaper articles with his interviews, he goes from anywhere between 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. that she
0: took off out of the house. All right, so it still could have been light out. Yeah. a late April, uh, we've moved. The clocks would have been changed by that time, so it still would have been light out at even 5 o'clock. Um, yeah. But no neighbors came forward, no motorists came forward to say they saw a young woman walking along 22 in any particular direction. Nope. Okay. Um, And you said that some of her friends lived in this trailer park, but it was like two miles away?
1: Yes, it was two miles down. Okay. Down Highway 22, and there's no, and you have no choice but to take Highway 22
0: to get there. Mm-hmm. Okay. These Blairsville, these Blairsville friends. Uh, what do you know about them in general? Have you ever met any of them? Did you ever meet any of them back then? What have you gotten no, to know about them?
1: No, I never met them? any of them. No, I never met any of them back then. I just recently was was in contact with with one that's. Mm-hmm. Because of Facebook we were able mm-hmm. to get in contact with each other.
0: okay would you um say that the um would you say that these were just uh, friends like you were or could there have been uh, another guy in Alicia's like uh, life having a, like a boyfriend in Winburn and having a boyfriend in Blairsville? What do you think?
1: No I don't think there was at that time
0: N- No proof of that no, no. nothing. Okay. Even though she did have some guy friends in Blairsville.
1: Yeah, yeah, and she did. She did have boyfriends and stuff in Blairsville and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she had two at the same time going okay. on. Nothing like that.
0: Okay. Um. Did any of them um have? Uh, you said you spoken to one of them at least.
1: Yeah, I spoke to her one friend. Yeah, she okay. was her and this one were, they were really close. Okay. The three of them. It was Angie this boy and then Alicia.
0: Okay. Um, what did this, uh, how often would he say that she would come over to his house?
1: Pretty much every time she was in town, they, wow. w- they would hang out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They would go to the Blairsville high school and shoot basketball. You know, they hang out at his house and from, a lot of the people in, in at Nas the Park knew who Alicia was. And she was, she was close with some of the people there.
0: Okay. All right. So she would have had to gone a little ways, uh, to see them. You have to remember yeah. this is before cell phones. This is before the, not just social media, but the internet period. And if she wanted to have had to have, uh, would have wanted to have, um, contacted anybody, she would have had to have used a pay phone somewhere. Yes. Um, but I, I guess there's no proof of that. Nobody's ever come forward to say uh, she called me or anything. So, um, did uh, this Blair's for a friend ever talk about when she would go over there talking about arguments she had with her father?
1: But they lived next door to each other at one time before mm. before the her father bought the house that the Blair's for a house. Okay, um, and he said that. He heard arguments every so often. He he he'd hear the father yelling and stuff every so often. But mm-hmm. okay. that that was he said. Alicia would come over to his house whenever her and her dad were fighting or something. But she would she would never really talk about what was going on or what happened.
0: Okay. Now you've already mentioned it, kindness, but we're going to talk about it now. Uh, what do you know about this child support hearing that was supposed to happen?
1: Uh, Marcy was going for an extra $100 a month, which would have brought it to 200 And the, the hearing was supposed to be that Wednesday, the 29th, after she
0: disappeared. It was coming up within a few days. Yes. All right. And just so the listeners heard that correctly, uh, he was paying $100 a month in child support? Yes. In
1: 1987? Yeah. And she was going for an extra 100 to make it 200 a month.
0: That still sounds really light. Yeah, Even even Of course, we know inflation and everything else, but uh, $100 was still not a lot of money for over the course of a month in 1987, maybe back in about 1920, but not in 1987. That seems extraordinarily light for child support. Yes, it does. Okay, and he'd have been paying that for a while, and she was trying to double it. Yes. Even at $200 a month, it sounds to me like he's getting off pretty light.
1: Yes, definitely. Once
0: again, that's $50 a week. And yeah. uh, teenagers are expensive. Okay. Yeah. Um, Especially and he,
1: with her into sports. You know, sports yeah.
0: are cheap. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, was there a reason that, of course, it sounds to me like they've been divorced for a while, uh, that uh, this was the proper time for her to go to court to do this? And what has Alicia's mother, being that you were in contact with her, what has she said about how John reacted to this?
1: He was angry about it. That he wasn't happy
0: mm-hmm. he, he,
1: that she was gone for it. And, and she did tell Alicia to, you know, if he brought it up, to just tell him that's between you and Mom. Mm-hmm. You know, talk to Mom about it.
0: Okay. Do you happen to know how uh, long uh, this... Uh, this hearing had been scheduled. Was this something that got scheduled back in March or February? How long? You know, Dad, it, I don't
1: know. I don't know how long before it was scheduled, before the hearing was coming up.
0: Okay. When did you first hear about this, uh, this uh, hearing that was supposed to be coming up?
1: It was probably a couple years later when I read about it in the newspaper.
0: Okay. Uh, do you think that Alicia knew that this hearing was coming up?
1: Absolutely, she, she would have known.
0: All right, but she never said anything to you?
1: No, not that I can recall.
0: Okay. So you have this child support hearing. Once again, not a child custody hearing, but a child support hearing. Yeah. And um, do you even happen to know, if I, I realized that she was missing then at that time on the 29th. Do you know if this hearing ever happened?
1: I don't believe it did.
0: Okay.
1: I don't believe it did.
0: Okay. So she goes missing right before this uh, custody hearing that was supposed to take place, going from 100 to, you know, you think it's going up by 100%. You think, man, that's a lot. But then you find out the original amount's only $100. And um, John uh, had a job? Yes. What what did he He, do?
1: At the time, he worked in the coal mines.
0: Okay. So he had a job. Um, They make decent money. Yes. Surely. Surely, um, maybe could afford $100 more a month, especially since it's going toward his daughter. Um, When he was living, of course, she was only over there every other weekend. Was he living by himself, or did he have a girlfriend? Do you know anything about that?
1: He did have girlfriends, yes. Yes. Um, I don't know if she lived with him at the time or not,
0: though. Okay. All right, so we had this child support hearing. I know that's something the listeners are going to think about. Uh, Alicia's mother, what did she do over the next, um, do you remember the first time, of course, she would have just been a teenager. Do you remember the first time you spoke to her or saw her after Alicia's disappearance? Uh,
1: no, I don't actually remember.
0: Okay. Do you, th- um, do you think do it re- was... Do you
1: remember flyers being put up?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, did you help in that? Do you remember doing that yourself?
1: No, I didn't, actually. Okay. It, it, yeah, I didn't.
0: Any any particular reason? Do you know of any of her other friends or other people who actually put them up?
1: No, I don't think any of us kids helped with that. It, it, mm-hmm. it was different back then, it's all mm-hmm. I can say. It, it's not like it is today.
0: Do you think that uh, her mother and – do you think her her and other uh, other adults were trying to maybe just keep the kids out of it because it's kind of a little traumatic?
1: Most likely. Most likely that's okay. – because I know a lot of the adults did go around to put up the flyers and stuff. And I know Marcy and a lot of her friends went out to Blairsville even to put flyers up.
0: Mm-hmm. So and flyers were – She
1: went out there looking for her too at one point herself. Okay.
0: Yeah, let's talk about. I have to admit that I don't even know that where they would start, but were some searches done, and do you know where they were done?
1: Yeah, I know she, Marcy, was the same way. She wasn't that familiar with Blairsville, but she went out there, you know, drove all over the place. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. if she actually was able to talk to anybody because mm-hmm. I'm not sure she even knew who Alicia's friends were in Blairsville at that time. Okay, but but I know she did did
0: try. She tried her hardest, and she, she did what she could for what what she knew. Okay. Alright, so that's what she did, like I said, in a disappearance like this. You know, I realize a lot of people are going to be suspicious of Alicia's father, but it is conceivable that she walked out into 22, which is a very busy highway. She could have got, you know. She thought, well, all I need's a ride down the street. Somebody comes by, picks her up. These things happen. They're rare, yeah. but even uh, even no matter what kind of theory you think about, it's hard to determine uh, where to even start looking. Yeah, and, you it know, is. very very difficult. But yeah, uh, so flyers but put me up.
1: knowing Alicia, though.
0: I don't. I honestly um, don't foresee her getting into
1: a, a rig or a truck with a trucker. Yeah. I, I don't see. Yeah. I don't
0: see that. Well, maybe she didn't have a choice. I, I, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but we, yeah. we, uh, we know these things happen. Not yeah. common, but they happen to all yeah. sorts of women of all sorts of ages. All yeah. right. So uh, our mother's trying to do um, some things. Would you say that her father was actively engaged in posting flyers and other things? You, what, once again, the way you remember it?
1: The way I remember it, no. I don't remember him putting any
0: flowers
1: up. I don't
0: remember an active search going on. Okay. No. You know. Okay. We'll come back to him. Um, we've talked about this Windbur boyfriend. Uh, what's his story? Did the police check him out? Uh, does yeah, he have he an alibi get- for Sunday that evening into Monday? What can you say about him?
1: I know they... they- They tell me that they did interview him and that they said that he was not a person of interest. They really didn't give me too much detail on their talk with him.
0: Okay. I realize you said that you were not around him much. Uh, It's just maybe sometimes how teenage couples are. Uh, But uh, did you get to speak to him after the disappearance? Do you remember having any conversations with him? Maybe not just in April of 1987, but after that.
1: Yeah, no, we did talk a few times after that. It was never really a conversation about Alicia, though. It wasn't. No, because he was. By the time I saw him again after she disappeared, he was already dating somebody with somebody else.
0: Okay. And so we,
1: we just never really talked about about her disappearance.
0: All right. Well, I got to ask do you uh, once again. It's teenagers, but uh, would you say that he moved on fairly quickly?
1: I'm trying to think when I did see him again after that because it was probably late that summer is when I saw him again. Mm -hmm. So it it would have been a few months after that I saw him. So how long he started dating again after she disappeared that I couldn't say.
0: The way you remember it at the time, did he ever offer an, an opinion as to what happened to Alicia?
1: No, not with me. He didn't.
0: Okay. All right. Um, I have to admit, it's a little surprising, girl goes missing, and I'm not trying to be harsh here, but one of her best friends and her boyfriend talk, and she doesn't come up? Well, he was
1: with his new girlfriend, or or a girlfriend, (laughs) so it it just...
0: Okay, well, alright, once again, it's been a while since I was a teenager, but, um, and maybe I look at things differently now that I am an adult and I do this for a living, but... But, oh yeah, I'm uh, being an adult now. You know, I you kind of know, um, I mean, would the new girlfriend have really have gotten angry if Alicia's name had been brought up? I don't. Uh, maybe I don't know. That I don't, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm an adult now too, with my own daughter that's twenty, and, and believe me, my my feelings and my mouth is a lot more open nowadays than it was back then.
0: Okay, so this boyfriend was checked out. There's no proof that she called him to come pick her up. Uh, that no. they might have met somewhere or anything like that. Uh, nothing, no proof of that. No. Okay. Now, let's move on to this. And this is something uh, that was eventually discovered. I don't know if it was discovered right the next year, but at some point, uh, let's talk about John and his car. Uh, okay. What do you want to say about that?
1: Um, i found the newspaper article that was sent to me um, his car was found burnt up about nine ten miles from his house a year after Alicia disappeared in 1988 and it was a brand new Subaru hmm
0: and so this was an article that was in the newspaper yes alright and and what is he saying happened
1: he doesn't he, I, I have not heard any opinion of him, from
0: him, about that car. Okay. Um, but it w- uh, I guess what we're saying, you should say nine miles away. Uh, it was in the Salzburg area? Yeah, Salzburg uh.
1: off of Route 939, which is now Tattleton Road.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'll be diagramming that in this uh, video that everybody will be able to watch on our YouTube channel. So what we're saying is his car was found burning, uh destroyed, but it wasn't like right by his house. It was several miles away.
1: Yeah, it was about a fifteen minute drive away.
0: Okay. Um is it a possibility that so that somebody stole it and then torched it?
1: That's always a possibility.
0: hmm No proof of that? No,
1: no proof though.
0: And, and when did this happen?
1: Um it was about a year. In nine days after Alicia
0: disappeared, a year and nine days. Yeah, is this the car that he owned at the time of Alicia's disappearance? Yes, okay. Do you happen to know? Uh, did he get a new? Uh, I know you weren't keeping tabs on him. Once again, you have your own life, uh, you're a teenager. Uh, did he get a new Subaru or or, or what? This, um. It's a once again. This was not like a 1968 Nova. This was a fairly new car, and yeah, yeah. it was put up in flames, totaled. Do you do you know if he got a new car or did he get some? I
1: would as, I would assume he did. But we don't. But know. I I don't know for sure.
0: Okay. Okay, because I you know I don't know what to make of this. But I my family was in the car business, and I worked in the car business for about four and a half years. And I will be even more honest that in my drag racing days, once in a while, I happen to run into people who, well, got paid to commit insurance fraud. Yes. Like, for uh, once again, I I want to assure the listeners I was not involved in any of this, but when you drag race and do things like that, you do run into uh, some shady people. Um, but, uh, for example, uh, an owner of a car would say, I'm going to leave my car in this parking lot at this time. Could you go steal it and destroy it for me?
1: And it didn't go go far from home, so it's hard to Mm -hmm. say.
0: Okay. Um, to your knowledge, uh, did John know anybody near where his car was found destroyed?
1: Um, from what we believe... We believe he worked up in that area, in the mines.
0: Okay. Okay. But there's nothing saying that his car just didn't get stolen from right out in front of his house.
1: That's uh, they're saying that it was a possibility it was stolen. Mm-hmm. It, it it disappeared between one a.m. and it was found at six fifty a.m. next morning.
0: Okay, and we have to remember, like you said, he's living right around, along this busy highway. Yeah. So it's very possible somebody drives by and sees a Subaru and decides to go for a droid ride in it.
1: Well, the free, the highway's on a hill. It's, mm-hmm. it's off of a hill. His house is up on a hill, so you'd have to look up the hill okay. in order to see anything okay. in his driveway.
0: But his house isn't necessarily out in the middle of nowhere either, where it would be a little hard to believe that somebody went out in the middle of nowhere and stole his car.
1: Yeah, there's the the highways right there. So okay. somebody was saw, I would assume somebody was saw something. It's a busy highway.
0: Okay, and I know Salzburg uh, area very well as well. I know Kiski Prep is there. I used to drive by that yeah. all the time. And in fact, just a few years ago, I was doing some legwork for a disappearance of a guy who disappeared in Avonmore, Pennsylvania, which is near Salzburg. So okay. uh, I know that area well. Okay. Um, and I used to go up uh, through Salzburg from Leechburg to go to New Alexandria where Keystone uh, Drag Strip was. Okay. Okay, yes. Yeah. All right. So his car a year later, something happens. It gets burnt up. It's discovered several miles away. Um, to your knowledge, has John ever offered up any opinion on what happened to his daughter?
1: Yes, he had, he, 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 his opinion was that she would, was runaway. Um, you know, and, and mm-hmm. that it was true that she was treated as a runaway for three years. And then John stated that he, he, he thinks that she may have been bought off into human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Um, that she made the best of it. Um, uh, you know, nobody saw her arrive or leave his house. Um, She's one day going to show up on his doorstep with diamonds in the Lincoln Continental saying, hello, daddy, dearest. Huh. You know, those are the, the, the he, she, he, she took off of the trucker. Mm-hmm. Those are the opinions that he's had that happened to her.
0: So he's throwing a lot of different ideas out there. Yes. Okay. Well, let me ask you this, this is a very important question. Is there even any proof that they were home that day?
1: No. No, there's never any proof of what their whereabouts of that day, what they did that day, where they ended up that day. There, There's no proof of any of it.
0: Okay, so, uh, for example, have the neighbors ever, once again, to your knowledge, has, or any uh, reports, have the neighbors ever said, Oh, yeah, I saw John Subaru out in front of his house that day. He was there.
1: Nope. Everybody that I've spoken to from Blairsville to this day have never seen her that weekend
0: okay or after that um to your knowledge once again knowing the way alicia the way you knew alicia did she and her father ever go on any trips like for the day of course like they'll start thinking about winbur you can go out you know keep going east maybe to what is it prince galitzin right that's out that direction right yeah or going yeah. east uh, of course, a lot of rural areas, a lot of back roads, beautiful roads uh, to ride on. I suppose you could get over to like Route 30, which is a, you know, very scenic route that I'm familiar with. Go to Johnstown, yeah. Altoona. You know, a lot of things, you know, to for a daughter and her father to go ride around and see. Did Alicia ever talk about doing anything like that with her father?
1: No, she hasn't. Okay. And if they did, I'm not aware of it.
0: Okay. All right. Um, I do have to ask you a question that uh, I have in the notes, I have in the outline, so you know this question is coming. I have to admit that him calling at 1 a.m. seems a little strange to me, because it, it would seem to me that her mother would have called first. Being that if, she, you know, it's already 1 a.m., did the mother not call him first, wondering, hey, where are you? Where's Alicia? No, she did, no, she did call
1: all day long, she said.
0: She, she said did. She
1: did call off and on all day long, and there was nobody ever answered the phone. All
0: right, so she's claiming that on that day she was calling like four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock. Yeah. And yeah, nobody off and on answered. All
1: day long, and nobody ever answered. And she said, the reason why she kept continuing to call was because nobody ever answered, which was unusual. Mm-hmm. So she just assumed okay. they were out doing something.
0: Mm-hmm. And she
1: and she said she fell asleep probably around nine o'clock and.
0: Mm-hmm. And then she was woke up by the, her own phone ringing, and it was John.
1: Yeah, at one a.m.
0: All right. So what you're saying that's her story that she was calling and he wasn't there. They weren't picking. Yeah. Up. They might have been there they and weren't just weren't picking up. picking up. Yes. Okay. um Did he ever? Has John ever offered up an explanation, being that she says that she was calling him that he didn't pick up? Any, any, no. any to your, and to your knowledge.
1: No, not to
0: my knowledge. He he never gave an explanation why he never picked up. Okay. All right. So once again, it comes back to that idea of maybe there is at least a little bit of proof that um, they weren't home because she was calling and that nobody was picking up the phone there. Of course, we have to remember this is Uh, Of course, cell phones kind of did exist in the 1980s, but not the way we understand them now. And surely uh, nobody out in Wimber or Blairsville or even Leechburg, Pennsylvania, where I lived, had one. So, um, okay. So then she goes to bed maybe just thinking they're a little late, and then she's woke up at 1 a.m. by the phone ringing, and he's calling. Okay. Yes. Uh, to your knowledge, any, uh, being that you grew up in the area, of course, I kind of grew up in the area, but as I've already stated, Alicia Markovich's disappearance, I just really don't remember it at the time. I remember Sherry Mahan's, but that was a little closer to where I live from 1985. That's still
1: insulting. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember that one. I don't remember you her probably
0: You uh, probably lived too far away out there in yeah. Windburg, or Whereas that. I- that happened in Mars PA knock uh, knock uh, area high school area and i've actually been to that area uh, it's kind of near butler going you know from leechburg to butler and so yeah. that was not far away but i remember that from 1985 but um, blairsville a little farther away and i guess back in 1987 that's all it would take just being a little yeah. little farther away was I think it was because um, the area where Sherry Mayhan disappeared was same in the kind of same media area. We would get the same newspapers, so of course that would be covered. Whereas uh, Blairsville and Windber, you're not getting, you we're not getting the same publications out there that we would in Leechburg. We got the Valley News Dispatch. You surely did not get that. Uh, this is a, for all of you younger people. This is the way it used to work in 1987. Okay. Um... To your knowledge, any other missing teenagers or young women like Alicia in the Indiana County, Jefferson County, Blairsville area, Wimber area?
1: Not that I remember back in those days. No, No. I don't remember anybody other than Alicia disappearing from our hometown, Wimber,
0: and Mm -hmm. I don't remember
1: hearing of anybody disappearing from any of the areas around us.
0: Okay. And we should stay for the record, though. You do not live there anymore. We don't really need to get into where you live now. But how long did you live in that area before you moved away?
1: I left a week after we graduated in 1990.
0: Wow. So maybe that could be the reason that maybe just things don't maybe register. Yes. That's a possibility.
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah, I kept up with it as much as I can uh, until the internet came in. Then when the internet came in, that's... And I created my Facebook for Alicia Remembrance, and that's when I kind of every so often would search her name mm. to see if anything new came through.
0: Okay, what has this been like? You uh, like this? Uh, what's it been like for you, uh, living with this for over thirty-four years, knowing a person very well? Uh, of course, you're just teenagers, um, but. What has this been like for you?
1: It, it's been a little hard not knowing, where, you know, where she's at. She's still alive and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my daughter. She's. I kept her super close to me because, you know, because you just never know. And so, but she's. She was always on my mind. You know, it. it every so often, you know, I would talk to her, to my daughter about her and everything, and just don't want her to be forgotten. You know, mm-hmm. pushed aside like she was thirty years ago. Because I, I know she's not a runaway. She, she. I think she would have surfaced by now if she was a runaway.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And but we, once again, we don't theorize theorize uh, on this program. Um, what would you say, being that you are, uh, of course, you're not the parent of a missing person. And once in a while, we do have some friends. It's rare. Uh, you're not the first best friend to appear an unfound. But what would you say to people? Who uh, aren't related to a missing person but want to get involved? Maybe they knew the missing person, uh, like a best friend, or maybe a little different situation. Uh, I had a, a former co worker of a missing person on the program um, last year. But what would you say to those people who, in their past, have a missing person, you know, a person they knew that went missing, and how they could get involved, how they should get involved? Um, you can, uh,
1: share the information, you know, on social media, just, you know, just keep sharing, sharing everything, you know, if, if, if they want help, you can call us the, if they're not, they're not getting anywhere with the cases, you can help them by calling state representatives, you know, writing letters, if, if it's not going anywhere, just, just the social media is just, you can do a lot with social media these days.
0: Mm-hmm. Um... Have you ever personally had any one-on-one talks with uh, the Blairsville Police?
1: I have. I did talk to them about a week ago. You
0: did. Uh, it,
1: it, was the, it was the Indiana Police, though the, the uh, Pennsylvania State Police, in Indiana, uh, uh, not okay. the Blairsville PD. All right. it, the Blairsville PD doesn't have the case anymore. It's now with the Indiana
0: Indiana, Indiana State, police. State Police out of Indiana. Yeah. Okay, and. Can you uh, detail that conversation?
1: He just explained to us that they just—it's all circumstantial evidence. They—they they just need more more evidence in order to do anything.
0: Okay. All right. So they know about. I, uh, did you just like call them out of the blue? Uh, did they seem to even know about Lisa's disappearance, or was that some sort of scheduled conference that you had?
1: Well, when I created the Remembrance page, I did do every so often get emailed from people regarding Galicia's case, and, and the detective, they'd contact me through through that page, huh. and, and we just missed communication
0: mm-hmm.
1: through there, and then finally, when this, we started this awareness back up again, I called him and said, okay,
0: mm-hmm. we need
1: to talk again, you know, and he finally called
0: me back. Okay. Uh, do you know if they have spoken to Alicia's father any time recently?
1: I have heard that they have talked to John.
0: Okay. They didn't that did not come up in that conversation though.
1: Yes, it did. They, oh it did. they did talk yeah, that they did, yeah, oh,
0: they did it, talk to John. Okay. All right. How often do you keep in contact with Alicia's mother? I think she is still alive. How, how often do you keep in contact with her regarding this?
1: We talk on Facebook off and on over the years. We've talked
0: mm. about it. Okay. When was the last time you spoke to her?
1: Um, about the case was when I went home in October for the basket party fundraiser. That was around October 9th.
0: Like just a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Okay. So that's per- very, very recently. Yes. Okay. All right. So you keep her informed and uh, you're doing this. I guess, could would you say in your own words, would you say you are the person who is spearheading this?
1: No, there's actually a few of us that are. Mm-hmm you know our, our my friend Chrissy, or Alicia's she's Alicia's friend also. Okay. It mean me and her kind of took over the justice for Alicia Facebook page mm-hmm. and so we're we're getting as much awareness out there as we possibly can. Okay. But there's a bunch of there's a bunch of us behind the scenes too like you know.
0: Okay.
1: There's there's probably probably about 3 4 it's probably about 6 mm-hmm. other girls that are involved.
0: Okay. Um, obviously you've been talking to some people, uh, you know, we don't want to give too much away, but, um, can you say what some of your future plans are? Maybe not, you know, before the end of the year, but in, in, into 2022, of course, if she is not found, uh, in the, in the meantime, but what are your, some of your future plans?
1: Um, we're hoping to just kind of get the case moving more, you know, to get her DNA, in the system we were told her dna is in the system but then we're being told the dna is not in the system so we do want to make sure that her dna is in the system Mm -hmm. and i i do want to go through the doe network and stuff and you know see if there's any jane does out there that could possibly match her and and have and have that going if need be
0: well i i think as we've talked about in in a previous conversation um no matter what theory somebody might come up with, uh, I think that, that it, you know, I don't, of course we always hold out hope that somebody is still alive, but uh, I think we all have to be open to the idea that if she is deceased, then you have to start looking not just in Pennsylvania, but of an unidentified remains outside of Pennsylvania. Yeah, yes,
1: that's, okay. that's what I want to do.
0: Absolutely. So I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll just leave it at that. Um why don't you say that uh, Facebook page again for everybody, Lori?
1: It's Alicia Alicia Markovich remembrance page is, is the one where we, any anybody can go onto that one and, and, and join it. Mm-hmm. And then we have one that's called Justice for Alicia Markovich, And that one that one's a private group. Okay. We we pick, we not just everybody gets gets onto that right. page.
0: Right. You have to admit them in. Yeah. You have to ask permission to go in.
1: Yeah. And then but there is a website mm-hmm. website that you can go to also and okay. that's got a lot of the in- newspaper articles and information on things that have happened over the years. Okay.
0: He, there is one question I wanted to ask you being that he says that she walked off, did she leave anything behind when the police showed up? Uh, did her mother ever get any of the things that she Took with her did she get those things back did she of course it was just for the day so i don't think she'd take a change of clothes but was anything left behind do you know
1: not that we've been told now not that i know of i know okay. she had a pair of purple sunglasses with her as
0: mm-hmm.
1: john mentioned in newspaper articles with his mm-hmm. interviews and stuff that she had a pair of purple sunglasses with her that that was okay that was all that that was been mentioned
0: okay any final words before we complete this interview, Lori?
1: I don't. I
0: no, can't think of anything. No, no, I'm sorry, to put you on, <laughs> sorry to put you on the spot, Lori. Um, no, that's all right. Okay. Well, um, the listeners know that I cover disappearances all over the place. And I, I, as I say, I'll talk to anybody. That doesn't necessarily mean they're going to make it on the program, but uh, most of the time they do, but not all the time. But uh, listeners know that uh, disappearances that have happened around the area where I grew up, and we've covered a few from the Pittsburgh area, Avonmore, now uh, here in, uh, of course, Blairsville. I think within the next upcoming month we're going to be covering one that was very close to where I went to college. Uh, near Grove City, Pennsylvania. So these uh, still, even though I haven't lived in western Pennsylvania for 23 years now, uh, but they still uh, are very close to me. Of course, my dad still lives near uh, near Butler. But um, so these always stick with me and, um, you know, I, of course, continue to be as a resource for you uh, as you try to figure out what happened to your best friend, Alicia. And I appreciate you being on this episode of Unfound.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: You're welcome. And that was my October 26th, 2021 interview with Lori Heiner, best friend of Alicia Markovich. I thank her for joining me and all of you on this episode. As was stated in the interview, I produced a short video that is now on the Unfound podcast channel on YouTube, where I explain the locations important to Alicia's disappearance. I know there will be a large part of this audience that will suspect Alicia's father. It's certainly a horrible thought, but to list the factual yet circumstantial reasons, it is not an implausible theory. If Alicia walked away from her father's house, why didn't anyone see her? The father was upset about the child support increase. Alicia's mother tried calling in the early evening, and no one answered at the father's home. There is no proof Alicia and her father ever went back to Blairsville after he picked her up, despite him saying they did. Yep, kind of looks bad for Alicia's father. However, we must contrast those facts with other disappearances that could cause us to look at them in a different light. For example, no one reported seeing Chance Engelbert walking the streets of Gering, Nebraska, either. Yet, we know it happened due to the videos from different locations. So the non sighting of a person is not unusual, and could mean nothing. With Esther Westenbarger, there was tension in her family due to the money she got from her buyout allowing her to retire. Yet, we now know she was not murdered. She disappeared and died due to an accident. So disputes and envy due to money don't necessarily lead to disappearances either. In Zoe Campus's murder, many people were suspicious of her mother's friend because Zoe's phone records showed they spoke for a half hour on the night Zoe disappeared. Yet, we now know that guy had nothing to do with her murder. So phone records can sometimes take us in the wrong directions. As for Alicia's mother's phone calls, how many times have we talked about the missing person himself or herself calling to be picked up, then not being there? Shane Fell, Crystal Morrison, Deborah Bowman. Those are certainly stranger than Alicia's mother calling and no one picking up. Not to mention, in those three disappearances, we at least know that Crystal's was not foul play. What I'm saying is everything seems so clear. Until it isn't. Yet, here's what I'll say with some confidence. If, and I'm not saying I believe this theory, but if Alicia is not with us anymore, and she was murdered by her father or someone else, then this was surely not planned. This would then mean that mistakes were made, and the flaws in the crime still exist out there somewhere for us to find. And they can be discovered any day, including Sundays. I'll leave the theorizing up to you. And that's the program. If you found it informative, please go to the app that you use to listen to Unfound. And give this podcast a nice review. I thank you for listening. I'm Ed Densel, and you've been listening to Unfound.